0: Taking a look at 1 Peter chapter 5 and picking it up down in, uh, uh, let's say, verse 6. It says, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you be sober be vigilant because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour resist him steadfast in the faith knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world but may the god of all grace who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. As I come upon this reading this morning, and literally it's something that I just came upon and I go back to, to verse 6 and talk about these verses that I just read. I've read verses 6 through 11 of 1 Peter chapter 5. Um, from a personal standpoint, I have spent the last three years, a little over three years now, in a lot of pain. Um, now, I'll be honest with you. For me to, to call it suffering, I'm hesitant. About that, because I know that, even with what I've personally been through, I know that there are people in the world that have it far worse. People all around me, I mean, just here in my own state, here in my own nation, that have it far worse than I do. I've been suffering with chronic pain, and there go, there again, there you go. I, I use the word suffering there. And it's been something that, quite frankly, has challenged me. Um, I will say this, it hasn't challenged my faith in the Lord. It has strengthened my faith in the Lord. Um, It's challenged some of the opinions I've had about the Word of God, about what God does today in this day and age and how he is, but it's not challenged my core faith in the Lord. Um, As verse six says there, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Now, as I read that, quite frankly, I say, well, what is that due time? When will I be exalted? And as I read it, I'm thinking, you know, it's probably not going to be in this lifetime. Um, and now maybe there's some good things that might come my way in the future. Maybe even I'll get my health back. Who knows? As of today, I don't have it. As of today, um, it's not my lot in life. But I do know this that in the end, after time is done here on this earth, my time here on this earth. However that 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 day may come, I, I don't know. It uh, may come with the return of Christ, or it may just simply come because of my day of death, which I don't know either one of those days at this point in time. But the time will come when ultimately... I will be exalted, I will be lifted up, I will be with the Lord forever, for all eternity. And that is because of the faith that I have in Jesus Christ. Um, And that's just not me, of course, that's anybody, whosoever will, can come to that place of faith in Jesus Christ, whosoever is willing to turn and to come to Jesus. But we are to, as verse 6 says of 1 Peter 5, we are to humble ourselves. Under the mighty hand of God. And um, quite frankly, when you're going through pain, you're going through some sort of, of suffering, um, you would think that that's humbling enough in and of itself. And in some ways it is. But in other ways, I think it, it shines a spotlight on the pride that we have within us. Like, why me? Why should I be going through this? Why should I? Why should I? You know, and all this, in, you know, in our in the English language, anyway, they say you know, I is the the center letter of pride. And when we think that we shouldn't go through pain or suffering, we're really we we're, we really are being proud. So we need to humble ourselves. Under the mighty hand of God. The mighty hand of God meaning he's all-powerful. He's all-knowing. He knows what he's doing, right? Verse six says, casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. So God cares about the fact that we're going through suffering of some sort. God cares about the fact that we're dealing with pain in our physical body that affects us mentally, and, and causes us maybe to be down or somewhat depressed or whatever the case may be because we're overwhelmed by the pain and what it's doing to us and how it's altering our lives or the suffering. And, and again, I can't speak for everybody's pain and suffering and there's all different levels and there's all different, there's various ways that people suffer in life. And But God cares for us. Casting all your care upon him for he cares for you but it begins for us and 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 really like as i speak this um, i have to tell you that um, i'm really not speaking this to teach it to you whoever you are that is listening but i'm really speaking it to kind of teach it to myself to encourage my own heart and why not go ahead and get on and record it and hope that maybe it can encourage someone else as well. But we can cast our cares upon the Lord, for He does care for us upon our God. We just need to humble ourselves and realize that He's greater and He's mightier, and He sees what we do not see, and He knows what we do not know. And as we're going through a difficult time of pain and suffering in one way, shape, or form, it's... Uh, we, we just got to do what we always have to do anyway, whether things are good or bad, and that is we need to fix our eyes on Jesus, okay? And um, be vigilant, verse 8 says, in verse Peter 5, or be sober, it says, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom you may devour. You see, we go through pain in life, and... It is the enemy's goal. It is the goal of Satan to devour us, to get us to that point where we do take our eyes off of the Lord and where we're not continuing in the faith, steadfast in the faith. And it's God's desire that we would be perfect, and we'll talk about that here in just a minute, I think, as we go back through these scriptures again. But the enemy seeks to devour us. He seeks to pull us away from the faith, But I'm happy to say that through the past three years of the pain that I've been through in my physical body and and though again it has affected me greatly in from a mental standpoint and emotional standpoint. Um, you know, it just makes you want to just hide, stay away from everybody. But I've never been that person. I've always been somebody that loves people and wants to be around people, so I continue to be around them even in the midst of my pain and suffering. And again, please forgive me for using that word because I'm sure that so many of you are suffering far worse than, than what I have uh, through this. But, but we need to be vigilant and that means we need to keep watch. You know, Keep watch over our souls. Keep watch over the faith that, that we walk in. Resist him, verse 9 says, steadfast in the faith. And that's what we need to do. We need to stay steadfast, steadfast in the faith. No matter what we're going through, no matter what you, our circumstances, no matter the level of the suffering, level of the pain, we must realize, and I'm speaking to Christians here, that are born again of the Spirit and that, that care about the things of the Lord, that are seeking the kingdom of God in their lives above all else, um, we must realize that we're just passing through. This time that we have on this earth is temporal. It's not going to last. It's, it's fleeting, right? Everything. You know, everything. It's just going by super fast. Each and every day, another human being dies on the face of the earth and the day of our death is coming. It's, it's just coming, you know? So we need to be vigilant in, in, in guarding our faith, staying steadfast in the faith, okay? Um, because, yes, there is, there is an enemy to our souls that wants to devour us, that wants to just destroy us. He comes to, to kill, to steal, to destroy, and he wants to take away from us But Jesus wants us to have a life that's an abundant life, okay? And that life is is something that's internal. It's not based on what's external. It's not based on what's happening in our physical body or the circumstances of our lives. It's based on our hope and our trust and our faith in the Lord, right? And verse 9 says there, uh, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by experienced by your brotherhood in the world, so as I'm speaking this, I know that there's others of you out there that are going through sufferings as well, right? Now, in this case, maybe with the with the early day church, with the Christians um, of that day of the time of this writing, you know, they were suffering persecution for their faith. You know, me living here in America and having. I've been a Christian now for thirty-five and a half years. You know, ago I came to Christ somewhere along that line, that timeline, and uh, you know, I've not, I've not had people come and looking to kill me yet for my faith. Yeah, I've had people, you know, call me names for my faith, or you know, taunt or tease or whatever you want to call it because you're a Christian. You know, especially what I do and putting Bible teachings out. You know, there are people that are, um, you know, not happy with the fact that you have a faith in the Lord. And so anyway, um, but we all we all suffer, as in verse 9 says. You know, many, many people are experiencing some form of pain and suffering in this life. And the good thing is, is if you're in Christ, we have hope. Again, our hope is, is in eternal life. We're, we're looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. You know, we're not looking for the things of this world. We're not focused on that, okay? So we have all, again, and and various levels of pain and suffering, various levels of trials and hardships and things like that, right? But verse 10 then goes on to say, but may the God of all grace who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus after... You have suffered a while. Perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Man, there's so much in that verse. You know, the God of all grace who called us to his eternal glory. So there's something that's waiting for us in eternity. Eye is not seen, ear is not heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those that love him. Okay, so, there's an eternal glory that he's called us to in Christ Jesus and by Christ Jesus, right? Because of what Jesus has done. But when we go through this life, we, we got to stay steadfast because God has a purpose, and the purpose is to make us perfect. And that word perfect means complete, right? There's something that he's doing. He, uh, God works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure, the scripture says. And he who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. But he wants to complete something in us. He wants to establish us in the faith, faith, strengthen us, as it says here, settle you. In other words, make you firm and rooted, firmly rooted and grounded in the faith. But there's testing that we have to go through. There's pain and suffering that we go through while we're in this body. There's things that happen. You know, and oftentimes we hope, you know, okay, it's done, it's over with. And, you know, with the pain that I've been going through for three years in my life, I've been hoping, oh, maybe, you know, I remember when it got to the two-year mark, okay, maybe this is it. And then when it was two years, six months, I'm thinking, okay, maybe three years. And now I've I've kind of blown past three years of going through this pain in my life, this physical pain that that I have in my life. Um... And, you know, doctors have not been able to help me. I've been three different times. I've been in a hospital a couple different times. And uh, they have nothing for what I have. So you just go through it. And uh, I know that, you know, I've not been given any, you know, far as I know I don't know when I'm dying I just know that I'm dying you know in fact the matter is I can look back to the day of my birth and if I was conscious to realize you know to realize it at that point I started dying that day we all did right we started working our way toward the end but there's an eternal life that we have there's a hope that we have in Jesus that we're headed to and again Realize, and, and, and again, I'm telling me this as much as I'm telling you this, that God's got a plan. He's doing something to perfect, to establish, to strengthen, and to settle us. And um, verse 11 says, To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. See, it's not about us getting glory. You know, it's not about us getting glory in this life. Many people spend their lives seeking glory you know, trying to be the best at this or that. But God, as as I go back to verse six again, um, we're to humble ourselves. That's what he wants us to do. Humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. And again, realize that this is temporal. We're just passing through. And God's got a perfect plan in this. So maybe you're not going through physical pain. Um, and maybe your suffering or your pain is, is mental, you know, emotional. Um, you're struggling with something. But again, I would exhort you to call out to Jesus, to call out to the Lord, to place your trust in Him, to place your faith in Him. I just posted uh, earlier today um, a, a little thing where I talked about hold on to hope. And um, just kind of some random thoughts I was having. But we need to hold on to hope in Jesus. And that's what I want to exhort you to. So again, God bless you. Um, Reach out to us. Uh, Dave at aloveoutreach.com is my email address. Our website, www.aloveoutreach.com. You can fill out the contact form there. We'd love to hear from you. You can go to YouTube, subscribe to us there. Go to SoundCloud, follow us there. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and such. But God bless you. And uh, fix your eyes on Jesus. Just another exhortation for that uh, as I exhort myself in that today. So we'll see you next time. God bless. Bye-bye.